So, this is our podcast. That's our introduction. So this is our podcast. Indeed it is. And we're going to discuss things that normally during the actual radio show that we do, Confab Corner, on Thursdays, 6 to 8, on BakerRadio.org, we wouldn't get the chance to flesh out the conversation to last as long as it will here on this podcast. And it's uninterrupted fun with Zach and Hannah. Indeed it is. So? So, Christopher Columbus. Was he bueno or no es bueno? No, muy no bueno. <laughs> that's, that's not grammatical. But that's okay, because we're going to discuss Columbus um, and just mediate our thoughts, because I've been very fascinated by Christopher Columbus, his legacy in general, because even though as a society we kind of know that he was a dick, we still talk about him so much. And you have to, you have to wonder why. All right. Is that... What got is that? What got you interested in Christopher Columbus? Like, yes, is why does he have a legacy? But that legacy is also that he shouldn't have one. I don't think that's his legacy. But I mean, if you walked out on the street, that's and what asked most people someone would know if they liked Christopher Columbus. All right, I want to hear more. What do you think they would respond? I don't know. I. I guess I would be more cynical and think that most people would say who that was. Ask who that was. <laughs> <laughs> Very well, then let's discuss Columbus's story. And ooh, I can do like a back the I can do like a back of the cereal box synopsis of Christopher Columbus, uh-huh. and then you can point out how inaccurate it is. Yeah, yeah, you you can say the uh, the nationalist agenda version. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna imitate my textbooks from like eighth grade. Mm-hmm. So Columbus was a hero that the king and queen said, "Hey, you gotta, you gotta sail to India," and mm-hmm. and and when I say sail, I don't mean S E L L. I mean sail, S A I L, and <laughs> and you gotta. Nobody else wants to do that. <laughs> and then, whoops, the world's not flat. And also, there's this whole other Misconception continent. Misconception number one. <laughs> there is a prevailing theory out there. That this is already so much fun. It's very fun. <laughs> I'm sorry. Just episode one, everything falls down. Much like the new world, just everything crumbles. Because here's the thing. Actually, I'm going to say our misconceptions about Columbus are going to crumble because <laughs> misconception number one. A lot of people say Columbus was like the first person to state that the world was <laughs> not flat. Round and not flat. And like. I feel like that's very inaccurate. It's extremely inaccurate. I don't know who it is, though. Well, I know it goes <laughs> as far back as the Greeks because there was this. Uh, Greek, I guess you could say he was a geographer because he's called the father of geography. His name was Aristosthenes. Ar- Aristosthenes. Yeah, E R A. 
Tostasthenes. Tostasthenes. <laughs> yeah. And he was called the father of geography. He actually used shadows to determine Earth's circumference. Oh, like that he saw on the moon? No, uh, that structures made. On I Earth. thought that was one of the reasons why why people were, were thinking that the world was no longer flat because mm-hmm. somebody saw that the shadow of the Earth on the moon was crescent and rounded. I thought I thought well, that was a thing. There but were a lot I of factors that played it. into it. Okay, that's fair. Because everyone kind of agreed by the time of Columbus that the Earth was round. It was Columbus who made an error, which is that he thought the Earth was not like a perfect sphere. He thought it was like a weird pear. Um, I was going to say much like my body. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you did say that. We're we're very glad. (laughs) I'm going to edit that out later. (laughs) (laughs) It's the magic of podcasts. I should keep it in. <laughs> yeah, the uh, the audience of this podcast is listening and just thinking, wow, they kept saying they were going to change it, and they didn't. <laughs> well, at the end, they're going to be like, how did I just learn about Columbus when all I can remember is that <laughs> the lady on the podcast has to look like a pear? <laughs> you should redraw us as fruit. That would be interesting. Okay, okay. I'll get on that. Let's go. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Right, no. Columbus. So. All right, so he, misconceptions and go for it. Yes. So that's the first thing. He, like most people, did not expect that there was a huge continent right between him and Asia. And he also <laughs> didn't expect that between that continent and Asia was the largest ocean in the world. So I'm nodding. His calculations were off by 4,000 plus miles, right? And that's the first misconception. He was the one who didn't know about the Earth. <laughs> Second misconception. He did not discover America. No, that was the Vikings, right? Or well, am I going to sound ignorant? No, you're correct, actually. Nice. One of the few instances that modern anthropologists agree was pre-Columbian contact between Europeans and the natives of America was Eric the Red and Leif Erikson. These two different Vikings at different times came to Canada and set up colonies. Happy Leif Erikson Day. <laughs> yes, happy Leif Erikson Day. <laughs> Hinga dinga durga. <laughs> <laughs> Recently, it was mm-hmm. it was my freshman year of college. Yeah, spring semester. So like two years ago, or a year and a half ago, mm-hmm. and um, <laughs> 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 and, I, and my friend Sarah, we were driving back from school because we commuted, mm-hmm. and um, she said, she she said like Happy Leaf Erickson Day or something, and so like in my mind, I thought. Hinga dinga Durgan, right? Yeah, but I didn't, I forgot Durgan. So I said, Hinga dinga Persian. And like, it was, <laughs> it was so, it was just culturally inaccurate from <laughs> so many perspectives. Uh huh. And I would like to know more about 
Leif Erikson. All right. Well, Leif Erikson was a Viking, (laughs) right? And he supposedly made this great journey, you know, up along the northern half of the Atlantic, Greenland, uh, places like that. Iceland. Well, Iceland's up there, but Greenland's right above Iceland. Mm-hmm. Fun fact, Eric the Red, the other guy I mentioned, he actually named it Greenland. Oh, so he was the sneaky one. He was the sneaky one who was like, oh, but I, I like if him. I name this Greenland, everyone will move here. I like him more now. Oh, yeah. he Eric the Red, he was... I mean, all Vikings, really, were probably real mischievous yeah. all right. characters. But Leif Erikson came to Canada... Newfoundland, to be specific. It's like an island off of Canada, but that's specifics. <clears throat> and he created this society in a place he called Vinland. And that's kind of one of the more famous examples of pre-Columbian voyagers. Fun fact, though, also America was discovered by millions of Native Americans. <laughs> Okay. You know, because they lived Because they were native. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. That's like, um... That, that's, uh, that's ironic. Mm-hmm. I have a perfect example for it, but I don't think it's appropriate. We'll try it, and if you don't like it, <laughs> we'll edit it out. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, it, we're definitely gonna have to edit it, it out. It, it's very inappropriate, but it's okay. funny, and you're uh-huh. my friend. Um, so actually, uh, I don't know, I don't know how or why or to what context was that Ethan had found this Wikipedia page. Okay. But he found a Wikipedia page, and it was about, like, a doctor Mm -hmm. sometime in a long time ago. Yeah, back (laughs) in those olden days. Yes. And it said that he was the one to find the clitoris. Mm-hmm. And in parentheses by by that, it said, otherwise known to women. And that was the example. In like, the Wikipedia article? Yes. Otherwise formally known to women. So that's like saying that Columbus found America that was otherwise formally known uh-huh. to the Native to Americans. Of Native American to people tribes, that already yes. lived there. Uh-huh. And it was already owned by people. Uh-huh. In fact, the only... <laughs> and hey, that, and it ended up just like women, too, because we didn't get a say over anything for a long time. That's inaccurate. Get and that, I don't mean inaccurate. I mean it is an, A-N, accurate statement. Oh. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> All right, good. Good, good. Yep. So, that was fun between friends. Indeed it was. And none of it will be aired. No. <laughs> it's all secretive. <laughs> we should I'm gonna put that in there though. <laughs> okay, um But yeah, not only did the Vikings discover it, there's also theories that the Polynesians discovered it, you know, the all these groups of people living in like Hawaii, Tonga. Oh that's where um that is where Layla is. Yeah, from. Layla. Layla is awesome. Yeah, Layla. <laughs> <laughs> There's also claims that people from Japan have been to America, that people from China have been to America, 
people from Russia, people from... I mean, that makes sense. Yeah, because actually there's this scholar who talked about how there were several instances during the colonial era when there were Europeans in the Americas that certain currents just caused Japanese ships to shipwreck against the western United States mm-hmm. and they would become stranded and dispersed among like the native tribes that were there in the west coast and some of them would be enslaved some of them would be adopted by the tribes and some of them would take merchant ships back to Japan and this scholar talks about how <clears throat> he is very doubtful that this would have only happened when Europeans were on the continent. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, even though there's no like artifact evidence, there is... Why does everything have to start with the East Coast? Precisely. Yeah, that's not how humans work. Yeah. Like, you and I are having a conversation right now, but we're not the only two people in the world having a conversation right now. No. In fact, that's why I acknowledge this scholar we're somewhere. Not, we're not the only white dude and half, you know... Half, American, you know. half Persian uh-huh. chick Hinga having Hinga Persian <laughs> that even ha- wears both glorious glasses having a conversation right now. Like, just mathematically, that's impossible that, th- that we're the only ones, you know? Mm-hmm. I, I feel that. About. I want to hear more about this. This is interesting. There were also a few European claims. Like, there was a French guy who said that he'd been to the Americas. There was another Spanish guy who claimed he'd been there. But one of the really interesting ones is on Columbus's third voyage, one of the men who was with him, um, his first name was Bartolome. <laughs> Bartolome de las Casas. That's the one. I was going to say Bartholomew, and I was like, that's wrong. That's, yeah. Bartolome de las Casas was a, actually he was a Native American rights activist at that time. Like, he was very against what Columbus did to the Arawak tribes when he got to the Caribbean. As everybody should have been. Mm-hmm. But he was the OG, alright? <laughs> he was the original. Yeah. And, um, Bartolome de las Casas actually wrote in a diary that the reason Columbus took his third voyage was because there had been rumors that an African king had taken a voyage to the Americas before him. And they were trying to find out if these rumors were true. I mean, that makes sense too. Mm-hmm. I mean, when you were when you were listing um, China, Japan, the Russia, yeah, like the Russians, yeah. that um, that would be going in on the west coast. I was thinking about around around the western African yeah border. So I was thinking Brazil. about that. Yeah, like they would have gone exactly closer than Spain. I mean, some area. Pangaea. Yeah, like mm-hmm. right. It's Pangaea, right? Uh, that's the supercontinent. Yeah, okay, yeah, Pangea, man. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, there was this... There was this fellow by the name of Mansa Musa, and he was a ruler of the Kingdom of Mali in Africa. And when he was going on this great journey across northern Africa on, like, a pilgrimage to Mecca, he told a story once about the king before him, whose name was Abu Bakari Kita II, And he said that this king who preceded him sent a voyage out of many, many ships and told them not to come back until they found land. And they went west, and one ship came back and said that they had been trapped in currents that sunk ships. 
and the one was able to survive and come back, and the king decided he wanted to go with them. So he assembled an even larger fleet, and then put this Mansa Musa fella in charge while he left, and he never returned, which is how he became king. Because the other king traveled west on a voyage, and never mm. came back. And where, where were they from? They were from Mali, which was an African kingdom, a North African kingdom. Hmm. Very close to that so, west coast. Are these so? Are you just like naming all the people that have traveled to yeah, North, Central, and South America before Columbus? Basically, everyone who's claimed to been to the to have been to the New World before Columbus. But you yeah. know that's pretty elitist thinking uh-huh. because like that's not the New World. That's also if, true. If Native Americans happened to. Establish themselves. There. Yeah, I wanted to say I didn't know what I, I didn't know what I was trying to say. Like if settle? they had happened, yeah. Well, I mean, if they had happened to develop to um, longer voyages and like mm-hmm. things like that, then like you if know they had voyaged to mm-hmm. Europe or Asia. Yeah, or if they had the technological. You know what it was. You know what I think. Because they were all those nations were so close to each other, it was a constant battle of like who's in power. Yeah. But then I feel like with the nationalities that were in the Americas, mm-hmm. they didn't really have that type of mentality. So it wasn't like there was no like big competition between everybody, you know? No, yeah. That's what I and so like I feel like that's why they didn't have to venture on. They they didn't have that like Oh, let's go conquer something and control something. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Well, yeah. Like, the reason... One of the main reasons that the Europeans were able to claim land is because Native Americans along the east coast of the United States didn't really have, like, a land ownership system. They used the land as a community. Yeah. Are you talking about how they would, like, migrate and, and... Yeah. They would have nomadic systems. They would have communal systems that would have you know, crumbled if one person owned a patch and used it, and then... Yeah. Yeah. And so, when Europeans came and tried to establish that system, that caused strain in the culture. Gotcha. What would you want your concluding thoughts to be? I would definitely want my concluding thought to be that Columbus is kind of known as the discoverer of America, but... The only thing that he did differently was stick around. (laughs) And that's only a good thing because we're reaping the benefits. Um, can I ask what he was, what, he was of Spanish descent? Well, he was Italian. He's Italian. But the Italians wouldn't fund his voyage. No, I know they wouldn't. Was it... Which nationality? Which nation? Uh, he went to Spain for that. Okay. I couldn't remember if he was Spanish and went to France, or if he was something else and went to Spain. No, yeah. He was Italian, and he went to Spain. But he, he went on a whole long quest to different kingdoms before the Spanish agreed. Yeah. Um, I guess that makes me wonder about how different things would be mm-hmm. if, like... If, say, the Italians had funded that voyage and yeah. established an Italian colony well, I'm in the wondering, Caribbean. And- I guess what I'm wondering is, like, how they got the power to be able to write down in history, oh, yeah, he did that. Mm-hmm. Instead of, like, if there's clear research. 
Like, I'm wondering why it's being taught in in the United States that Columbus did that if it's not the case. Yeah. You know, I guess that's what I'm wondering what type of um, social status, what type of, like, what type of, like, societal construct world are we living in where that's a thing? 